This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, good morning, Heidi from California. Hi, Mom. How are you? Great. It's actually two o'clock here. <laughs> wasn't that a uh, wasn't that a great <laughs> event we went to uh, this weekend? And you know, one of the things that we'll be talking about is that the person that's going to be on our show, Amy Robinson Wilson, was uh, recommended to us by Wendy. And yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually yeah. didn't know this. Wendy is our, yeah, she's someone that we work very closely with. She's coaching us to be better speakers. And her name is Wendy Whitson Dibner. For those of you that want any coaching, she's really Heidi. good. And her husband, Hal, is an amazing guy, isn't he, Hyde? If you need some therapy, Hal's there too. Hal is wonderful. He's been a psychoanalyst for many years and he's just a fabulous guy. Yes. Wow, that's cool. So she, so Wendy, uh, absolutely. Told you about Amy. And guess what? Amy's been through the publicity summit that we went through. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. You should have called her in advance and gotten some tips. Our audience doesn't know it, but we went out and marketed to a hundred PR, I mean, a hundred producers for different shows and different media. It was, and we did two and a half minute little gigs talking about open to hope. And, and one of the things that we said when we marketed to these people, you went around from one to the other and we marketed about open to hope. And, you know, we were so excited and pleased and it was so well received for people to hear that, you know, we have over 190,000 listeners to this show. And, you know, it's because of all of you out there, isn't it, Heidi? Absolutely. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are today without our listeners, our viewers, our bloggers and our writers. Yeah. I mean, maybe I would have one person listening would be my <laughs> husband, but, you know, the thing is, it's, it's, it's the community that makes us who we are. We can't do this alone. It's you all that make us, that are spreading the word for us, and that is why we went to the publicity summit, because we wanted to pitch all of the radio and TV and, you know, media out there and let them know, look, this is who we are. We need to get our platform out in an even bigger way. We're reaching two million people, but, you know, two and a half million people die every year, and it affects Millions and millions more than that. And we need to make sure that no one in the world feels alone. Absolutely. And all the writers and everyone and listeners and everybody getting the word out are helping us help everybody to not only find hope, but stay open to hope together. So, and the Amy Robinson Wilson is another person that's going to help us to do that. Amy's on the show today. She has an Emmy in musical parent. She's a musical parenting expert. She's, how do you want to talk to her a little bit about? I know you got her really excited about her resume. I did. I was smiling. I usually don't smile when I read people's bios, Mom, you know, in this business because, you know, they can be, it's, it can be sad stuff, but for some reason this totally warmed my heart when I read the way that she expresses herself. And I know it's because she is an artist and a musician and this, she knows how to do this. So, uh, yes, her name is Amy Robbins Wilson. She is a musical parenting expert and a healing music artist and the lullaby lady. I do. You love that, Mom? I love that. And in 2011, Amy recorded Angel Baby Lullabies for Those Who Have Lost a Child. She now performs Angel Baby Remembrance Concerts to help comfort parents and honor Angel Babies who flew 
move home too soon. I love that. I love that, Amy. Okay. Welcome to our show. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be It's great to have you on today. I love your music, and uh, it's it's amazing. Your voice is absolutely fabulous. When did you start performing, and how did you get into this? Well, uh, you know, my first solo, I was three years old, and I was singing about mothers in my nursery <laughs> school class. So, <laughs> wow. it all, uh, I've, I've always sort of performed, but, you know, I say that my life has been a process of both losing and finding my voice. Um Mm. over and over again. And I think that that's sort of what all of our journey is through life, is that things happen and you lose your voice and then you, it comes back to you in a new way. And when I uh, when I graduated high school, there were some people that encouraged me to go into music and some people didn't. And I listened to the ones who didn't. <laughs> so I, I basically stopped singing for about 10 years. And then when I turned 30, I felt a real pull back into music and had... Um, had a real spiritual experience, and I saw that music was really a, a spiritual form of expression, and I, I didn't have to be performing in an entertainment kind of venue, that what I could be doing was using music to channel love and healing into the world. And with that perspective, I went back into music and got a second master's degree, this time in ritual, song, and chant from the Irish World Music Center in Ireland. And then I came back and, you know, I, I did some singing and storytelling and then life took me off on another path and I got married and had a baby and um, and I became the lullaby lady. And then Susanna Pabot contacted me through my website because, you know, the universe of the Internet is really a magical place. And mm-hmm. she was doing um, an MA program in poetry and her final project was writing poetry for parents who had lost a child in honor of their angel babies. And she found my site, and she contacted me, and she said, you know, I love your lullaby. Would you let me use your lullaby as the background for the exhibit? And I said, well, of course you can use those. I'd love it if you do. But, you know, why don't you send me the poetry that you're writing, and I'll see if I might be able to write some, some special lullabies just for you and for your exhibit. And when she sent me what she had written, it just, it was, oh, so powerful. And um, I went for a walk. And I said a prayer, and I went for a walk, and I said, okay, what am I supposed to be singing? And on the, on that walk, I started singing, you know, I have a belly full, full of you. And I started thinking about all the hopes and dreams that I had for my baby when I was pregnant with him, and all the things that scared me when he went through his two life-threatening illnesses. Wow. He almost died mm-hmm. twice before he was two. And all wow. of that sort of poured through me into this album, and it came together very quickly. How fabulous. Well, let's hear that uh, Full of You, some of the, the song. And you could almost sing it for us without doing it on the show. You're so fabulous. But <laughs> we will uh, do it from your CD. I had a belly full of you. Belly full of living waters. I had a belly full of little hands and tiny toes. I had a belly full. Come dry my tears. For I 
I had a belly full of night lights and kisses. I had a belly full of sunshine in your hair. I had a belly full of teddy bears and special dolls. My arms are aching now. Come dry my tears. For I had a belly full of nicknames and stories. I had a belly full of rocking you in my arms. I had a belly full of arms and legs all akimbo. I am a mother now, for you Oh, wow. So beautiful. It's, uh, you know, heart rendering and that thought of having that baby. And, you know, one thing that comes to mind for me, Heidi, when I hear this is we always say, even though people may have lost their child, they are still theirs. And I love that. And you're mine at the end, Amy. Absolutely. It is so true. Once a mother, always a mother. Mm-hmm. For sure. And a, and a mother to every child, you know. Mm-hmm. I have. I can't tell you how many times mothers after concerts have come up to me and said, you know, thank you for acknowledging that my baby was here. And yep. at the end of every concert, I sing the baby's name. Uh-huh. So I sing a song and we go through and sing each baby's name. And that's often the most powerful part of the concert. And mothers mm-hmm. will come up to me and fathers too and say, you know, nobody ever says my baby's name. Thank I was just going to say that. That is one of the biggest, yes, that is one of the biggest things we hear and that we've also experienced about losing a sibling or losing a child. We want to hear that person's name. And what a gift you're giving these families by saying their children's names. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Well, talk to us a little bit about uh, angels and, and the, the parting lullaby. Uh, with the parting lullaby, actually, it's an adaptation of a... Um, of a lullaby that I used with my own son. Um, when he was having a hard time going to school, I created this little song and sing, Angels Before You, Angels Go Behind You, and, and then Angels Go Before Me and Angels Go Behind Me because it was hard for me to separate from him. And I thought it really works out perfectly in the concert as a way for people to really take that deep breath and know that their baby is surrounded by angels and that they are surrounded by angels and that it gives them that breath to allow their baby to, to move mm-hmm. on. Um, and yet still, everyone is surrounded by that love. Mm-hmm. To acknowledge that there is a part in there. Yeah, the angels are so, you know, such a wonderful image and the way you sing it is amazing. Let's hear that now. Angels before you Angels behind you, angels surround you as you grow. Angels before me, 
Angels behind me, angels around me as I go. Wow, that's beautiful. Don't you love that image, Heidi? Absolutely. And, and I love, like you said, Amy, the idea that their babies are surrounded by angels. Mm. It is so healing. Mm-hmm. It really is. And for that idea that you're not alone in all this experience. Well, that's what I love about what you all are doing is really creating this community so that we don't feel alone when they go through loss, you know. Because when you get to those points in your life where you just feel like, I don't know how I'm going to go on. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the, that imagery of just knowing that angels are surrounding you and beckoning you forward and that there is a light that you are moving towards, even though you're in deep darkness. I think that's mm-hmm. really something that we all need in our life, to feel that the comfort of, uh, of knowing that we're loved and that it's okay to move forward. Absolutely, because one of the biggest fears, and I think the name thing was so important that we find is that people are concerned that they'll forget and that, you know, and they want to keep that um, image. And I love, again, I love the fact that you're doing the names. Now, someone got a hold of you uh, to do this album on Angel Baby Lullabies, right? Yes. Yeah, um, Susanna Pavo, and she's the, the student at Brown University. She created the Field of Cradles Project. And uh, she went through preeclampsia. And see, this is the magic of the world. You know, I didn't know why I had gone through a placental abruption when my son was born. But he and I both almost died when he was born. And I asked, you know, well, what, what happened? You know, what caused this? And no one could give me any answers. But out of this project, I did a performance as part of the Promise Walk in Boston. And I heard what the symptoms were for sudden onset preeclampsia. And I said, oh, my word. That is what happened to me. You know, that's exactly what happened. Um, so she she worked very closely with the Preeclampsia Foundation to help raise money for that. And occasionally I'm invited to sing at uh, Preeclampsia events. Um, now, how would people get a hold of you? If uh, Tell us about your website and what you're doing and how they get a hold of this wonderful Angel Baby Lullabies. Sure. AngelBabyLullabies.com is the best place to find me. Um, I also have another site, AmyRobbinsWilson.com. And Angel Baby Lullabies is available on Amazon. If you'd like to talk to me about doing an Angel Baby Remembrance concert in your area, I would love to, to make that work for you. I just think that they're, they're really magical concerts. I, just, I don't know how to put it other than that. I think that You're in Maine, right? I'm in Maine, yeah. Belfast, Maine. I, I fly everywhere. I'm doing a concert right. in Indiana in uh, in October. So if anyone out there is near Fort Wayne, Indiana, on October 13th, I'll be doing a concert there. Um, but, you know, sign up for, uh, I have a Facebook page, Angel Baby Lullabies, and you can find out about concerts when they're coming to your area there. And as I said, you can put all of your concerts on our international calendar on Open to Hope, too. And we'd love to have you post things on our Facebook page. What you're doing is so wonderful and and helping people. It's great. I think you'd be a great match for the Compassionate Friends and for their chapters, don't you, Heidi? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. They would love your music. Yeah, it's really great. Let's talk about the last song uh, that we're going to go. Now, you gave us your website. Is there anything else you want to tell us about what you're doing? 
you're doing concerts around. Yeah, doing concerts and doing the best I can to spread the, spread the power of love through music. So, <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, that's great. So t- let's talk about the song we're going to go out with. And one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to go out with a song that would you know, kind of be nurturing for you and contemplative. And I'd like all of our audience to, while this begins, I would like you to say your child's name or your baby's name, or if you have another loved one's, this contemplative music can be used for everything. Say their name and, uh, and send those rays of love. Don't you think, Amy? Mm, that's a wonderful image. You know, when I wrote this song, I was picturing it as a parent singing to the baby. But then my friend said, well, you know, it really could be the baby singing to the parents. So, you know, as you sing it, just be in the song and allow it to to work its its healing with you. So, yeah, so I suggest, you know, uh, that you take some deep breaths, put your feet on the floor. And I'm thinking, Heidi... Uh, maybe we ought to suggest to people that they think a piece of gratitude. You want to talk about gratitude a little bit for getting them in the space to do this, listen to this song? Thinking about what they're grateful for as they hear the yeah. song? Yeah. Oh, or now, before, to get them in that space that we talk about, that yeah. comforting space. Yes. My mom and I are talk, talking about gratitude a lot, and I know it might be a weird concept after you've had a loss, but the thing about it is, the idea of gratitude will shift your energy and the way you feel faster than anything in your life. And just the fact that we're all here today with the same mission, you, our listeners, our guest, Amy, and my mom, we're all here together. You're not alone. We're all going to join together and, you know, send out positive energy that you're going to move forward. And it may be just gratitude over ever having known your child, having my brother in my life for 17 years. That may be initially what we hold on to. Anything you can think of right now, you're grateful for no matter how small to get you in that space because this is a beautiful song that will be so relaxing and so contemplative for you if you'll just try to get yourself and hold it in that space right now and amy thank you so much for being on the show and for all the good you're doing for everyone in the world thank you thank you amy and i'm grateful for your music because there's nothing that heals and that is more powerful than the gift of music. So thank you. You're very welcome. Hush, my darling, don't you cry. I'm going to sing you a lullaby. Hush, my darling, don't say a 
Listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.